You're listening to the Spartan Orientation Station on Impact 89FM, the podcast by students for students. Now, this week's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to our weekly podcast. On this week's podcast, we will be discussing university health resources, including MSU Only Health Center and Counseling and Psychiatric Services, or best known as CAPS. Only Health Center offers a wide variety of health services to students year-round. Additionally, CAPS offers both virtual and in-person counseling options that allow students to connect with mental health professionals. My name is Joanna. I am a Michigan State nursing student, and I love Olin. <laughs> and my name is Allie. Um, I'm a recently graduated senior who studied neuroscience here with minors in computational math science and engineering and pharmacology and toxicology. And now for the summer, I'm here as a student coordinator. Hello, I'm Destiny. I am an upcoming sophomore this year, and I am majoring in journalism, and I'm also a part of the Honors College. Helping us learn more about the university health and well-being at MSU is Elizabeth Carr. I'm really happy to introduce the Marketing and Communications Manager for University Health and Well-Being. Welcome, Liz. Can you begin by introducing yourself and explaining what your role is within uh, the University Health and Well-Being? Absolutely. Thank you for having me. My name is Liz Carr. I'm the Marketing and Communications Manager in University Health and Well-Being. That means that my day is very different every day, um, but you might recognize some of our work um, on the Healthy Spartans Instagram, for example. That's one of my favorite places to kind of be working on things, uh, but really working on anything from press releases to Instagram posts to website updates. So I'm really glad to be here. Um, so our another question is, what offices are a part of the health and well-being? Great question. Uh, University Health and Wellbeing just reorganized, so we now bring together 11 units all focused on helping Spartans um, feel their best. And so those 11 departments, I'll kind of rattle them off, but Center for Survivors, Counseling and Psychiatric Services, the Employee Assistance Program, Health Promotion, Health for You, Occupational Health, uh, the Resource Center for Persons with Disabilities, or RCPD, Safe Place, Student Health Services, which you'll soon hear called Campus Health Services, a travel clinic and the work-life office. So all kinds of things going on, uh, but really love the work we do. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And so I know you obviously mentioned a lot of resources, but the ones that students most commonly ask about, and I think everybody, you know, kind of says are the most commonly used are Olin and CAP. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about the services that um, each of those fantastic resources offers MSU students. Absolutely. So you can kind of think about, um, you know, Olin being a little bit more focused on the medical side of things, right? So you can come for a primary care visit. You could come for gynecology, allergies, immunizations, um, kind of anything you might normally speak to a provider about. Um, but also a little known uh, hint I would say too is that even though CAPS is kind of the side that's more focused on mental health, primary care is a really good resource for that too. They're really good about being able to direct you to the right place or kind of help you figure out um, kind of what's going on. So I think sometimes people think of them as two separate things, but we know your physical health and your mental health are really intertwined. So kind of no matter where you go, our goal is to get you um, into the right place. On the CAP side, um, of course, mental health uh, being counseling, psychiatry, um, we have a lot of great programs like CAPS Connect. 
um, which is great for kind of a 10 or 15 minute conversation um, with a CAPS counselor. It's a great place if you're not sure if it's right for you um, or if you just have kind of a one-time issue maybe that you want to work through. Um, that's a great resource to chat with somebody that's a little less formal um, than a therapy session, for example. Um, gosh, there are just so many good resources and services. I almost don't know where to start and begin. Uh, but but yeah, I think just think of it as a, a one-stop shop in a sense. Yeah. And I guess kind of on that note, I know there are a lot of students who come in and, you know, they may have their primary care physician that they've been with for a while and they may have medications through that um, primary care physician. And especially for our out-of-state students, could you talk a little bit more about the process and if there's a place on campus where they can go to get their medications? Yeah, absolutely. So the MSU Pharmacy is a great uh, resource that is outside of kind of our area, but we partner with them frequently. Um, I think, you know, if I could sing their praises, something I love about them is they actually do free delivery on campus of prescriptions. Um, so I won't speak for them too much more than that. Um, but, you know, if you've got a home provider, maybe they've prescribed something or you've been working on something with your health with them, you can transfer that care to uh, Olin and to our providers. And so that's a great way to kind of continue your care with someone you can go and see um, if you're from California, right? You're not flying home for a doctor's visit. So um, it's a great way to kind of extend your care team, essentially. So I would always encourage anyone interested in that to give us a call. We can talk you through the process. Um, and I kind of stay out of that side of things, but um, it's definitely possible to, to transfer that care. All right, perfect. So our next question has to do where, uh, where are the various clinics and satellite lo clinics located? Yeah, great question. So our primary location is Olin Health Center. Um, that is on Circle Drive, East Circle Drive. Um, it is kind of an older building. That's our kind of flagship. Um, that has both our health services and uh, CAPS. That's our main location as well. CAPS also has some offices in the union um, there are some satellite clinics just kind of subject to change um, hours and locations depending on the semester. Um, so summer semester, those are currently closed. And just I always tell people keep an eye on our websites for <laughs> where those are going to be open uh, in the fall. All right. And can you utilize telehealth services through MSU? Yeah, yeah. Good question. So uh, something I just want to note. So yes, you can for certain services, but Provider licenses are sometimes limited by like state law, things like that. So um, for some things, you may find that we'll have to say, sorry, you know, we can't do that over telehealth. That really just comes down to licensing laws um, where they're kind of limited to the state of Michigan and people who are located in Michigan. Um, but I will also say, you know, there are a lot of phone resources that can be used as well. Um, and so if you're you know, away for the summer, for example, um, that doesn't mean that, you know, you can't access some care. We just may not be able to do, for example, a counseling visit um, with someone who's not located in the state, but we might be able to connect you with someone else um, who is located in your area. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, next question is, how does a student make an appointment? Again, you could. So um, I would always say first visit our websites. Mm -hmm. um, that will have right at the top, there's a number you can call. Um, to make an appointment, particularly for medical services, um, they'll kind of walk you through setting that up. Um, for CAPS, there is an ability to set up an appointment, um, your initial consultation through the website. So if you don't want to make a phone call, um, I know I don't love making calls like that. So you can do that through the website there. Um, same with kind of CAPS Connect when that comes back around in the fall and during fall and spring semesters. You can sign up for those online as well. 
Perfect. And then could you explain, I know there's often a lot of confusion with incoming students and often students who are even here about the difference between the free visits. Um, could you explain a little bit about the free visits and kind of the different categories that those fall under? Yes, yes, that is always a point of confusion and I hope we can make it more clear. So there are three medical office visits per academic year for enrolled students that the university prepays for. There are also three prepaid psychiatry visits during your time at MSU, so say your standard four years, for example, there are three visits there that are covered. Those two don't count against each other. So this is why I say, you know, the primary care clinic is also a good resource if you feel like, you know, I could I could use one of those three visits and kind of talk to a provider. I have a concern um, and get connected. Um, but then there are also kind of other services, um, for example, health promotion services that don't count against either of those either. So there are all these kind of threes, right? But I think sometimes people confuse the three medical office visits and the three psychiatry visits. Counseling is always free. That doesn't count against any of those visits at all. Um, and that, you know, it doesn't have a, a, a limit to a certain number of visits. So I know that that's kind of confusing sometimes that I totally get that. Um, all of that information, again, is online or we're always happy to take questions, even on Instagram. What, like, where, where do I go? Um, what What is included? The only thing I'll mention um, when I say medical office visit, the reason I specify that is for things like maybe an x-ray. That's charged separately. Um, but other than that, you know, the actual visit itself, the conversation with the provider is kind of what's prepaid. Um, anything that goes beyond those those three is still billed to insurance. So we're not going to cut you off and say, no, you can't come. You've already had three visits and now you're sick and too bad. Um, so, you know, I, I also want to make sure people aren't holding back if they need to chat with somebody because they've had kind of their three. Right. And you mentioned insurance. So does MSU offer health insurance to students? It does. There are certain groups of students, for example, international students, that's part of their uh, tuition. They're wrapped right into it. Um, so they have that automatically. But there is also a voluntary student health insurance plan that goes through the MSU benefits office, but it is available to students to opt into. Um, that could be a really good option for students, especially um, from afar, to make sure that their services mostly will be covered as in network. And so the in and out of network thing is also kind of just confusing. Um, but uh, that really helps to make sure that you're more likely to be in network if you're using our services. If a student is 17 and seeks treatment through Olin slash CAPS, how does the confidentiality process work? Yeah, so they will require a parental consent to be treated unless it's for certain things like emergency care, contraception or sexual health concerns, uh, mental health or pregnancy. Um, the parent has the legal right to access the medical record um, information, you know, under HIPAA laws. But the exception to that is if it would potentially cause harm to the patient, like in the case of abuse or neglect. Um, so the the medical information is protected under HIPAA, but not from their parents if they're under 18 because they're still, you know, a minor. So just be mindful of that. For anybody over 18, um, you know, that really means we, we have to have your written permission to share information. So I guess shifting back kind of away from the more physical health and back towards mental health, um, could you talk a little bit about um, 
if CAPS offers any crisis lines or treatment options for students who may be experiencing mental health crises while they're here. Yeah, free 24-7 crisis phone line is available. So if it's 2 a.m., you know, emergencies don't just happen 8 to 5 Monday through Friday. So if you're in a a rough place and it's 2 in the morning and you need to talk to someone right now, that's available. And that's just calling the CAPS main line and you press 1 and that gets you connected to a crisis counselor. Um, There are also a lot of national resources. So even if you, you know, are in California and you're not sure, you don't want to Google the CAPS phone number, you know, there's also the National Suicide Hotline, right, which is 988, and they made that a lot cleaner and easier to remember. Um, So that is always available, and I think it's important, too, to remember that a crisis can also look like feeling especially overwhelmed or feeling really anxious. It doesn't have to be a really deep, dark place necessarily. Um, And of course, if, if that's where you're at, we want that we want that call. We're glad you're here. We want you to be here um, and we want to chat, but uh, it it's not limited to, you know, I think sometimes people think of a crisis as something much, much bigger and we want to, we want you to know that it's okay if it's 3 a.m. and you've got an exam and you're kind of freaking out, right? You can call uh, and get connected. Yeah, and it's super important that um, we, we mentioned that MSUs are really supportive. Um, campus when it comes to mental health so it's really important that as a student you take advantage of those um, services because like you're not alone so in that same aspect is CAPS intended to be um, used for long-term treatment so it's not intended as long-term treatment um, but what I love about CAPS is they are also great about referring to off-campus resources that could be more long-term Um, So, for example, there might be a provider in the area who has a little more availability or expertise in a certain area. um, And then say once you graduate, for example, you could continue on that relationship with that provider. So um, I think that is a great team that they've got as part of the CAPS team. They have, you know, a referral team, which is a great resource to take advantage of to get connected to that longer term care. Yeah, I know. I certainly used them last summer. I was ready to start therapy. My insurance was a little weird though and so they were definitely able to help sit me down see exactly what I was looking to get out of it, what my insurance was, and then it was really nice because they were able to connect me with someone who, yeah, that was during the summer so they had availability available and now I can just continue with them. So Great. I'm glad you had that experience. That's the goal for everybody and I'm really happy to hear that. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So the next question here is, what are some of the fun ways that health promotion engages with students at MSU? All right, so I'm not going to say I have favorites, right? But like the ducks. <laughs> the ducks. <laughs> like if we could talk about that for a Everyone minute. Everyone loves the ducks. <laughs> Everyone loves the ducks. So we have a lot of fun events. Um, we're trying to do them more regularly um, as much as we can. But those ducks are probably my favorite events, duck hunts, duck, uh, duck days. Um, those are times when we have we have great swag, we've got games, hundreds of students come to those, or you'll see them searching, you know, the campus and sending us Instagram messages like I'm crawling around in the bushes, I can't, you know, find a duck. Um, and that's just so much fun because you're learning really good, important statistics about health and attitudes and behaviors toward health among students. Those are real data points of real students, but it's such a fun way to learn it instead of, you know, hearing in a lecture or kind of hearing a PowerPoint slide or whatever it is. Um, so that that's you know one of my personal favorites, but 
there are also really good um, kits. The Know Your Solo kit, for example, is a great kind of example of, you know, what is what is a drink if we're talking about a beer or a glass of wine or a shot uh, of liquor and, you know, <laughs> understanding that, you know, a solo cup full of each of those things are very different. Um, <laughs> and so really kind of demonstrating for students. So I think what health promotion does really, really well is they engage in a way that's more relaxed, it's more fun, um, and it's not as intimidating to ask questions um, or learn about something. Another good one is wellness coaching, fitness coaching, some of those things that, um, or I'm sorry, fitness assessments, I should say, wellness coaching and fitness assessments, um, ways that you can kind of learn about your own health and kind of where it sits and set some goals um, with somebody who is just there to help you along and to be your support system. Um, and so it doesn't feel quite as intimidating as walking into a gym maybe and feeling like you're like, I'm not going to go bench press a hundred pounds, but you know, I would like to be able to lift my heavy grocery bags or something without so much strain. And so I think it's just a nice, um, yeah, just not intimidating way to go about health. Yeah. And I guess kind of in that same light, are there any services that you would recommend students use that you feel are underutilized or that people really don't know exist? Oh, good question. I think my my top recommendation would probably be those fitness assessments, that wellness coaching, using primary care, again, as just another resource um, for, you know, something doesn't feel quite right or I'm not sure what to ask, but it's definitely health related. Um, use those appointments. That's really important. Um, it's important to check in on your health. And I know sometimes when things get busy or they get stressful, sometimes um, that's the first thing to go, right? I don't have time for a medical appointment or I don't have time um, to get some sleep or get some a real meal, you know? And, and I think prioritizing that we often find will also make some of the other stressors a little bit more manageable. So making sure to prioritize those things um, and knowing that that's what we're here for is the most important thing. We've kind of seen and heard it all. So you're not gonna <laughs> surprise us. <laughs> and just to add to that, I mentioned before that I love Olin, and for me, it's been really helpful with nursing school. So I'm just going to add that to any future nursing school um, students. Um, Olin is probably the best way to go when it comes to immunizations, titers, everything that um, usually nursing school asks for compliance, they have it. It's super easy. You just like pick up your phone, say, hey, I need this vaccination. Can I come? They do it for you. They upload that information to university physicians for you so you don't have to worry about like reporting it back to the college. So just adding that information. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to ask about this. Um, can you give us a little bit more information about the food pantry? Yeah, I'm glad you asked. So the food bank, which is also located in Olin Health Center, um, is the first food bank started by students for students. And that happened, gosh, I think in the 90s, if I remember off the top of my head correctly. But um, that's another really nice resource that, you know, we don't want anyone to be choosing between buying textbooks and food. Um, and so we would really encourage anyone who feels a little food insecure or feels like you don't have quite enough um, to check out the website. There's a form there to set an appointment. It's free, of course. Um, and is just a great way to get not only kind of sample pantry items, but there's also fresh produce. There are mm -hmm. household items. So things like, um, you know, 
gosh, shampoos or soaps or, or things that, you know, also are a really important part of daily life. Um, but maybe we don't always think of when we think of a food bank. So it's a great resource. Um, the website for that is just foodbank.msu.edu. So it's really easy to find out more. Um, and of course, students are always welcome to send us messages online and, and ask for more information as well. Yeah. And I know it can be scary. It can be like you might have feelings that people might judge you out there. But I I really love emphasizing that people at MSU, we don't judge. We're here for you. So even if you have to go to the food bank and ask for some food, that's totally fine. That's the, that's the reason why these services are here for you. And um, our last and favorite question of the podcast, um, what is your favorite part of being a Spartan and working with students? Oh, my gosh, there are so many things. But honestly, I'm just so impressed with students all the time of how caring they are for each other. You've mentioned this a couple of times, and I could not agree more. I'm just so proud and so impressed. And um, so for me, I feel like I just get to be a champion of all the good things other people are doing, and that's really fulfilling to me. Um, but seeing the excitement for a doc event or seeing the engagement online and on Instagram and getting messages from students, um, we got one the other day that just said, we, we hope whoever's on this account is having a good day. And it was like, that was so Aww. nice. Somebody just went out of their way to say something kind. And um, that makes everything worth it when things get maybe a little stressful or busy. Um, that kind of stuff keeps me going more than I could ever say. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, Liz, thank you so much for joining us today to talk about university health and well-being. Uh, like she said, make sure you're following that Healthy Spartans account on Instagram. Um, thank you for joining us today on this podcast, and we hope to see you on Thursday for um, a little bit of information about our fantastic Office of International Students and Scholars. See you then. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Spartan Orientation Station on Impact 89FM. Let us know what you think by connecting with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at MSU underscore NSO. 